I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman at the SSC in Colombo, where we are less than 24 hours away from the third and final test match between Sri Lanka and England. Two changes for England as they look to become the first English side in 40 years to win three tests on the bounce in Asia. And as we already know, two very familiar names back in the ranks, Stuart Broad and Johnny Bairstow. We're 2-0 up in the series um, and it's an opportunity for Johnny to, to go and try and score some runs at the top of the order um, and make that position his own. The full interview with Joe Root coming up on the show and we'll also hear from some England fans who've just arrived in the capital and really looking forward to watching a bit of cricket. It's been absolutely brilliant and it's great to see some of the younger players coming through and making a real impression on the game. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Well, I'm pleased to say I'm with Neil Man- Manners, Manthorpe and uh, Gareth Bats Batty. Nice, uh, nice evening last night, Bats. Early night for me, Manners, you? Yeah, early night for me, definitely. Well, you know, preparation for the third test. Can't, uh, can't let standards slip, uh, Bats. Yeah, a bit of food and then I, uh, I got in about quarter past, so not too lit. Not quarter two? No, it was quarter past last night. Good lad, good lad. That's what I expect. <laughs> Um, it is blazing hot here. We're at the SSC. We've just been down and had a little look at the pitch, which is under a cover. And, uh, oh, it's hot, lads. Very, very hot. If it's like this, uh, and it probably will be, uh, it's going to take it out of the players. So, 2 0 up, one to play. Um, Stuart Broad back in the side, as we discussed yesterday, alongside Johnny Bairstow. Uh, but your, uh, your first impressions of, uh, of this ground, you have been here before, of course. But uh, do you like what you see? Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, the one thing. Walking across the outfield, it's very heavy. It's going to take it out of the players. There's a lot of moisture still in the outfield and it it will really sap the legs of the players. And we've seen throughout the series that last session, 
both teams have struggled to uh, to adapt to the the physicalities of the weather and the and the outfield. So uh, that's going to be a big uh, certainly for Stuart Broad, who hasn't played any cricket for a best part of two three weeks or whatever it will be. Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting one testing his fitness. Uh, that must be what the aching in my calves from our Barmy Army game yesterday it must have been a heavy pitch yesterday as well man. Um, you've been to this ground many times as well what can the England players expect apart from the heavy outfield the pitch is really dry Bats and I just had a look at it and um, I mean it's unusual to see it covered with Hessian on the day before especially under hot sun like this um, so I mean normally the Sri Lankans would want it to be dry um, and it is very dry and if they're concerned that it's too dry the day before then uh, you know that uh, the game could move forward very very quickly uh, one thing that really in, I find interesting is that the change of, of legs in the England team the introduction of a couple of fresh faces it's just going to give them that extra incentive to do something that for which they'll always be remembered I mean a couple of teams have been here to Sri Lanka and won but only two have ever won 3-0 the 2004 Australian team and last year's Indian team they are two really seriously quality teams and normally you can tell can't you whether they've got one foot on the plane whether they're you know series done they've come here they've won the series they've exceeded expectations you know if anybody had spoken about winning 3-0 before they left then we we, (laughs) a checkup would have been required but I just get the feeling that England are really really up to win this last game and I and I also think that Sri Lanka are a bit down Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, it's nothing like perfect timing with the drilling just starting as we get this podcast underway. Nothing like a little bit of uh, last-minute alterations to this uh, old ground. Uh, Joe Root, captain, speaking with Andrew McKenna, though, earlier today. Let's uh, have a listen to what he had to say. Joe, for the final time then, um, we're going into this test match. And quite often we ask you, what can you tell us about the team? Well, we already know it. You've announced it yesterday. Was that a decision that was made early in the week? Just get it done, get it out there? No, we had a look at the surface and made sure that the balance of team was going to suit this wicket. Um, but it, you know, with with Sam having a side strain, we were forced to make one one change, which brought Johnny back into the team. Um, and so it was a great opportunity for Stuart to, to play some test cricket again. On Johnny, obviously, he's been a frustrated figure. You've only got to see him wandering around just to know that. Number three, though, you've now had three number threes this series. Some people will say, well... Is that a problem? Revolving door selection is not always a good way to be. Yeah, I mean, that could be, it could be looked at like that, but we're 2-0 up in the series. Um, and it's an opportunity for Johnny to, to go and try and score some runs at the top of the order um, and make that position his own. Um, I know we've, we've tried different formulas and, and different things up till now, um, but one of our big strengths is the amount of talent that we've got throughout that whole batting order. So... Of course, traditionally, you know, your top order score your runs and the rest of the guys are there to, to just extend it. But we've been doing things differently for a while. We're playing to our strengths and it's a good chance for Johnny, who's a world-class player, to, to bat slightly different um, circumstances but you know, to still have the opportunity to, to make a big impact on, um, on us winning a game of cricket. Is this potentially a one-game-only scenario or are you saying to Johnny, look, this number three spot is available, you nail it down long-term? Well, he's seen other guys come in like Ben Folks um, get an opportunity to play and really you know, make that make it very difficult for him not to play you know, from here on out. Um, he's done wonderfully well since he's come into the team, and I think that's a great example for the rest of the guys that you know aren't currently playing. When you do get your opportunity, you you take it and um, you know make it your own, and that's exactly the message was to Johnny. It was it's a great chance for you to to bat in the top of the order, um, go and score really big hundreds. Um, and take your game to the next level with the bat. 
nice for Stuart. It's kind of, sort of like full circle, really. He made his debut here all those years ago, and now he gets a chance to have another crack. Yeah, um, I, hopefully he'll have fonder memories of um, of this game than than his first one. But yeah, it's um, he's worked really really hard. He's been excellent. Um, just been a, a great senior player throughout this whole tour, helping the rest of the guys, doing everything he can. Um, to help us win test matches, prepared extremely well, made sure he was at the, at the top of his game, ready for selection if he's been called upon. And you know, it's a great chance now for him to to put all that hard work into practice. There's been a lot of talk about in football at the moment about caps being given away with Wayne Rooney being brought back for that final game of send off. Is there any sense that Stuart Broad is being given a cap here in this game as as almost reward for being a good tourist, uh, not as opposed to maybe? not being the best player for this team? No, you look at this team that we've we've got out and you look how strong it is on paper, um, you're telling me that's not capable of winning a Test match. Um, I'm going to heavily disagree with you. When we've got a brilliant squad of players that we, we've brought on tour because it's very interchangeable, it gives us so many different options, um, and we've pre- replaced light for light with Stuart and Jimmy. Experienced bowler, able to build pressure, um, great with the new ball. So I don't see it as giving away a cap. I see it as a chance for us as a team long-term to um, build ahead of the next tour, but with the main focus of winning this game and trying to have um, come away from this 3-0. Sir has already told us he's probably going to be the only seamer for Sri Lanka once again because this always turns big, he says. Well, you've had that for the first two tests and you've coped pretty well. You would hope your team will be able to cope with that once again. Yeah, um, we have. We've managed the conditions very well throughout this tour so far. Um, looking at that surface, I might disagree with that statement. Um, and we'll wait and see. It, it could be a bluff. It could have a completely different side. It could be that it's a, a lot better wicket. And um, we've been very smart throughout the first two games. We've adapted very well, very quickly. And we're going to have to do exactly the same here. If it is that it does spin, um, we've got confidence that we can go out and, and score enough runs and, and obviously take 20 wickets. Um, and if it's not, then we have to make sure that you know we're, ve- we're equally well equipped to uh, to handle those conditions. How much does history drive you and this England team? Because a three-nil series win in Sri Lanka is not something that England have done before. The last time they won three Test matches in a row in Asia was 1976-77. That's obviously a very long time ago. These things don't come around. Are you driven by history, and, and do you tell the other players that we can make history? Yeah, definitely. That's been a strong message to the group. Uh, make sure that no one's on the plane already. Um, you know, we've got a chance to do something very special. I think there's only two sides previous that have, have managed to win 3-0 in Sri Lanka. Um, and the way we've been playing, if we can continue that, um, keep that hunger and desire, and you know, we want to keep chasing that number one status as a, as a team, that these are the sort of games that we're going to have to win. Um, and going to have to make sure that we uh, are very well prepared for uh, and we approach in the same manner as we have the first two. Joe Root with uh, Andrew McKenna. So, Johnny Bairstow, back in the side. Third match in a row, we've got a new number three. And if Joe Root is to be believed, and of course he is, a chance to stake his claim. Um, that's quite a turnaround, isn't it? It's an opportunity, and uh, all players want is an opportunity. Um, it was um, not nice how Johnny found himself out of the team. Um, you know, nobody wishes injury on, on any player. Um, but Fox has come in and made the position his own. There is absolutely no mistaking that. Uh, so he, Johnny found himself in a very, very difficult situation. This is an opportunity. It's something, if you look at his career, um, it's not something that he's, he's, 
is his preference to be just an out-and-out batter, and he struggled at times. So uh, will this be the time that he can he can make it really work for him and uh, and cement the number three position, which has been so uh, so difficult for England to uh, to get a man in in the position? What riches though to be able to bring in Stuart Broad, four hundred odd Test wickets, Johnny Besto, um, who was seen as England's best bat for a period in two thousand and seventeen. The opposite for Sri Lanka, though. With the series now lost for Sri Lanka, is it going to be difficult for them, when you consider the change in personnel again, um, for them to really mount a challenge to England? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, the Angelo Matthews situation is awkward, to say say the very least. He was conspicuous by his absence from the leadership group. Um, And you need your guys pulling in the the right direction, all together, you know, really. It's all very well for him to say, uh, let my bat do the talking. And he made that sort of talking sign with his left hand when he got to 50 and pointed towards the change room. That is not... Uh, an illustration of harmony in the change room, is it? So um, I think that, and you know, and, and Dinesh Chandimal's out. They're bringing in another new face um, in the in the in the top order. They're, they're at sixes and sevens, really. There's a certain amount of disarray there, and England need to be clinical. Um, I, I just think they will. I mean, I think the biggest danger they face is trying too hard. Actually, is wanting to win too too much. You know, uh, you talk about an embarrassment of riches. Well, you know, what did Chris Wokes do in his last Test match? And he he's not even getting a mention in dispatches here. And there's Ollie Stone as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I'd be putting a few rupees on England. Well, the exchange rate being what it is, there's no point taking it back to England, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Talking of England and the fans, uh, it seems to me that a lot of the uh, English fans came out for the first two and they've gone back. And then there's a a whole new uh, branch uh, of supporter that have made it out for just this test to the capital, uh, Colombo. What a wonderful city it is as well. Uh, just to uh, to eat and to uh, mosey around and to avoid the manic uh, public buses, which seem to be uh, taking no prisoners but plenty of passengers. Uh, Sam Ellard caught up with a couple uh, of Bombay Army types who've made the journey. Thank you very much, Sean, here at the SSC. It's a beautiful day ahead of the start of the third Test match underway tomorrow. Course live commentary on Talk Sport 2, and I'm with Mark and Angie now, two England fans who have come over for the third test match. But, guys, it's also you're not just here for the cricket, you're also here for a very special occasion. Yes, it's our silver wedding anniversary, uh, 25 years married. So, we thought we'd uh, spoil ourselves and combine a bit of cricket with the holiday as well. Yeah, and outside of the cricket, uh, when this test match is over, I know you're here for a few days after that. What sort of stuff are you going to get up to? Well, hopefully we'll go down the coast, uh, down to uh, Gaul, and hopefully see some animals as well. We want to go to one of the national parks and see some of the elephants, leopards, things like that. And have you guys been done a lot of a lot of touring before with England, or is this your first your first cricket tour? This is our first uh, cricket tour. We did miss them in the Caribbean uh, a couple of years ago, which we regretted. Uh, looking at possibly going out to the Caribbean after Christmas as well, but uh, we'll see how it works out with holidays at work and stuff like that. And what have you made of, of England so far? You've come out, I bet you didn't think you'd be England would have wrapped up the series by the third Test match, but it's been fantastic stuff so far. It's been absolutely brilliant, and it's great to see some of the younger players coming through and making a real impression on the game. Uh, we didn't expect it to be 2-0, uh, but obviously still a lot to play for here because hopefully they'll get a whitewash. 
And here at the SSC, as you can see, it's uh, it's sun is shining at the moment. There's a there's a beautiful grass bank as well around the around the cricket pitch. I mean, fingers crossed, the sun shining, atmosphere atmosphere is going to be brilliant. It should be a fantastic couple of days. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We've just met some people um, who've come over as well for the first time for their first overseas tour, and they've said they want us to join them on the uh, the Western Hill. So cook some sun, have a few beers, enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah, it should be good. Well, that's all we have for you on Following On Today. For the next four or five days, the show will be recapping all the action from the third test with Mark Nicholas, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor, uh, as well as hearing from some of the players uh, taking part in the match itself. This has been Following On. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 